Okay. Well, we got that okay on mic. Then you it's can have it all. My dirt. I will let you down. Um, <clears throat> I really love Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is so good. It was really good. Rick and Morty all the way. Wubble up a dub dub. <laughs> Rick and Morty all the way. Wake up another hundred years. If you have not squashed the show yet, you really need to give it a try. That was disgusting. Please don't try and do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's really fantastic. Um, yeah, there there are things. I am a sucker for sadness in shows and film. Mm-hmm. And it's a very silly show. It's a show that, that is that is designed to make you laugh. It's a show that really is super smart and it never for a second doubts the intelligence of its viewers. Mm-hmm. It's a show that makes the show that it wants to make and trusts its viewers to rise to the occasion and to always be smart enough for it. It never dumps down for a moment. It is not The Simpsons. No. It's a very funny show. It is uh, at times uh, a very real show that can be that can be pretty sad. And I... I really dig it. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, Sam has seen every episode. I have seen, I would say, a season's worth of episodes because I fall asleep. You've sat next to me through every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen maybe, uh, I'd say, 60% of the show. Yeah, no. (laughs) I also like to pretend that I did not fall asleep. Yeah. I think I have a cavity. Well, you've gotten... Oh, I'm so sorry, baby. I went to the dentist today. Did they check for cavities? Yeah, and they probably just... Sometimes you're... Tooth can feel very sore when they check for cavities and they they push in it. I've I've had that happen a lot. Mm. So you should see if you're still feeling that way tomorrow. Okay, remind me. Okay. Um, you've gotten a lot. I don't want to say better, but you've changed a lot. Where instead, when you're tired and you wake up and I'm watching something and you know you were watching it with me, you used to get panicky, paranoid, and angry that you had not fallen asleep. And how dare I suggest that you had fallen asleep? (laughs) That's just like you to not believe me right now, Sam. You would get intense. <laughs> and now it's just a lot more silly. Yeah, I've come to a point where I can admit that I fell asleep yeah. during the television program. Yeah. We've really matured in this relationship. So Let's get thing. married. You, that's right. He would be like, I did not fall asleep. And then I'd be laughing. And he'd be like, there is nothing funny about right now, Sam. <laughs> He'd be so mad. Yeah, I was. I was a. I was a dumb. <laughs> I was a dumb. It was cute, but yeah. my my laughing would would really escalate you. All right, podcast podcast listeners, welcome to podcast the premier podcast podcast on the podcast network. Uh-huh. <sighs> uh huh. Okay. We're going to pick it back up with some... We have a lot of Twitter questions to get through. And so... Um, we weren't speaking to you, Echo. <sighs> Echo in the other Echo is... Just talking to us. You know, if we ever had a programmer of Echo that was a follower of us that we spoke to on a regular basis, we should give that hypothetical person a piece of our mind. I do. I tell I, I, I tell that person all the time that they're too. great. Yeah, you're, you're awesome, that person. Thanks for being great. That person makes good good breakfasts. <laughs> yeah. I'm very jealous every Saturday. Okay. Will you shut what? up, Echo? Echo, stop. Echo, stop. Shut the fuck up. Echo, we're making a podcast. Jesus. Ugh. <laughs> I've never heard that sound come out of your face. <laughs> gross don't ever do it again
Lord. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> if we ever procreate, I bet you that's what our child will sound like when they're trying to get out of my room. <laughs> that person says, Ninja Samurai Knight Pirate. Which would you be? Which would you be? Pirate. 100% pirate. Cool. I know that in the last question I said paladin, but that's different from a knight. Pirate. I think... Just, I would, I, a part of me would really love to live a life of just complete 100% discipline and devotion to my cause. It's like, I think a, a samurai that's extraordinarily in it to win it would be really cool. So you're picking samurai? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh. This next question comes from at Mizzle. Podcast, podcast, what is your favorite Monopoly piece? I'm trying to think of what is a Monopoly piece. So there's the shoe, there's the car, there's a thimble, oh, there's a dog. I know what mine is. What's yours? Let's say it both at the same time. Okay. Okay. I think Ready? You're mad at me. One, One, two, two three. Thimble. Top hat. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Thimble's fun. You can put it on your finger like a real thimble. I, I, I do sometimes, when I was a kid, I'd often pick the car. Because the car is, it's sexy just to drive around the board in the car when everyone else is walking. And I do think the boot is fun too. But a thimble, like, it's it just feels so tactilely satisfying to have a thimble. It could be anything. Yeah. I've never understood why people didn't bring other pieces sure. to Monopoly. Oh, I would. I was the friend that you needed to have in your childhood. Well, I've known that for many years now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Bapperson, Bappersonian, Bappersonian says, Hey, podcast, podcast, how can I keep my house cleaner given my one and five-year-olds? Boy, do we have advice for you, buddy. You lucked out. Welcome to week two of the cleanest two weeks of our existence. Sell your house. Yeah, sell your house. Put all your shit in your garage. And Just tell the realtor they can't take a picture of make the garage. It so there are multiple authority figures in your life that have to have a clean room or they will look down on you as a, as a human being where they weight the sum of what you have to provide to give to them and they say that you have failed. Mm-hmm. So just create those sort of social situations for yourself and constantly live in terror of them. Yes. And on to the next question. Mike. At Mizzle. His name is Mike. Hey, podcast, podcast. Ping pong or tennis table? Ready? One, two, do you understand the question? I don't. Okay, ping pong, there's a ping pong table, uh-huh. and there's a table tennis table, Okay. right? They are the exact same thing. Which one do you say? Okay, ready? Oh, okay. One, two, three. Ping, ping pong, pong table. Table. Well, whatever, I'd call it ping pong. I wouldn't call it table tennis. That is ridiculous. Tennis is a game played yes. out. Oh my god, I'm thinking the story I told you earlier today. You should tell it. Ping pong yeah. is um, a game that is played by Forrest Gump and me. <laughs> and I like it. Table tennis sounds dumb. And now for a cheerful anecdote. Tell it. I need a drink. So tell, tell, tell a story while I get it. Okay. Drink. But I'm going to pretend like you're here and I'm talking to you. Okay, that sounds good. So when I was in high school, in the 10th grade, there I was I did a lot of theater arts. And so in my theater arts class, there was this new freshman kid that came in. And he was really cute. He's nice. He's a little kid, whatever. Anyways, uh, his name was Jordan. 
I didn't understand that his name was Jordan. I got it in my mind that his name was David. And so I called him David. And it took him like months to finally muster up the courage to tell me that his name was not David. It was Jordan. And I was like, what? But I've been calling you David for like months. And he was like, oh, no, I just didn't want to correct you. And I was like, but I thought we were like becoming friends. And he's like, I know, I just didn't want you to like, you know, get upset with me. It was to the point, listener, where, welcome back, Sam. No. <laughs> it was to the point where I had gone to Jordan's house, okay? Mm-hmm. I had been at his family's blueberry farm and hung out, and I had referred to him as David the whole time, and his mom, who was the most adorable person, she passed away a couple of years ago. Um, but anyways, she never even corrected me either, so neither of these people corrected me. But Jordan had a dream. He wanted to play tennis. And he did play tennis for like a week. And then he broke his arm. And... If you're looking at your arm, kind of the very, very top near the wrist part. Yeah. Vicious break. Yeah, a a vicious break. And so he goes to the place where they fix your bones. I don't know. I just imagine like lasers. Oh, yeah, a bone place. A bone setting. A bone setter. (laughs) And um, he got, every time that he went there, he got either a pink or purple like wrap around there because he wanted to get either a lime green or like a neon orange or something, but they were always out every time he went. So he had two colors to choose from, either hot pink or purple. And everyone made fun of him the whole time, you know, oh, these are really weird colors. And we knew he, it made him uncomfortable, so it was even better. So anyways, he's, uh, he's in this cast for a really long time. It's taking a long time for his arm to heal. And then he finally goes, gets the cast taken off. And it, his arm is like super skinny and all this stuff. And he, go, he gets it off on a Friday. The next Monday, we are in class, and Jordan walks in, and his goddamn arm is broken again. And I was like, David, because I, I, I just at this point had refused to call him Jordan. I was like, David, what happened to your arm? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, no, tell me what happened to your arm. And he's like, well, I went to go play tennis, and I picked up my racket, and then I heard a pop, and it broke my arm. And he broke his arm by picking up his tennis racket like a dumbass. And that's the story of tennis. Every time you tell me that story, I can see so much of the Game Master Veronica in this this particular young Veronica. Like something I feel like clicked. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as David broke his arm, a little bit of Game Master Veronica was born. Oh, there's vodka in that. Oh my god, there's so much vodka There's not very much vodka in that. Well, there is when you're only expecting water. When you're only expecting water. Any amount of vodka when you're expecting water is too much vodka. My eyes. Anyways, <laughs> that bo- was the story. Hi, podcast. Welcome to Vodka, Sam. <laughs> the story is great. Okay, well, I guess. I didn't hear any laughs from the listeners. That's true. 
Yeah, this is it. This is in front of a live studio audience. Real checks. I'll press this Meeseeks box and get rid of the. the... Yeah. I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. Can do. Uh, and this is from the Viking Bear. Hey, podcast podcast. What was your favorite schoolyard game? You ready? Yes. One, two, three. Foursquare. Foursquare is great, too. Foursquare is a lot of fun. Classic. I feel like these are both almost the same game where you are just trying to get down on someone. Tetherball was a really big deal when I was in grade school. Like, it was a huge deal. Yeah. And you had to dance to their tetherballs if you could beat the person sometimes. Noah loves tetherball. Yeah. When we went to your sister's wedding in California, yeah, that's right. there was a tetherball there, and he would not eat lunch or dinner. He Wouldn't just wanted eat. to play. And, like, your youngest sister was like, would you please tell Noah? She like comes, she's, like, a year or two older than Noah, right? Yeah. She comes over to me. She's like, would you please tell Noah that he needs to stop playing around and eat something? And that is not my style. <laughs> <laughs> so I look at her and I look at Noah and I'm like, are you good? And he's like, yeah, I'm not hungry. And I was like, he's not hungry. Leave him alone. <laughs> she was just, the look on her face oh, was just. She was scandalized for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. We would do things for like a very long time and then come back and be like, you're still playing. Did you do anything else besides play tetherball for all this time? And he's just, no, just tetherball. Like yeah, a suit unbuttoned, shirt rolled up, just yeah. sweat all over. It was glorious, but yeah. he was really into tetherball. Mm-hmm. When we move, we should get him his own tetherball for outside. That'd he be would great. love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah Foursquare, I was all about it. I tried to play it with my kids. Turns out I'm still an asshole. Can't play it with him. <laughs> I'm too good. <laughs> Pokemon cards. A, a schoolyard game, I feel like it had to be a physical activity in the way that's phrased. But mm-hmm. on the schoolyard, Pokemon cards were, were pretty huge, too. Um, so I'm a little bit older than you. Uh-huh. And so for me, if we were playing that game, it would be Pogs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good job. I, I had some really sweet slammers. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, this is from Mizzle. God damn. Mike with all the questions. We love it. It's great. Never stop. Hey, Podcat Podcast. When will Sam be B-gag with Aunt Matthew Morris? Oh, when are you going to do Matt Morris' show? Oh, right. Um, you know what? That's a great question, Matt. wonder when I'm going to do your show. Maybe when I'm asked. <laughs> I know that when I did... Well, I think that I've recorded a show with Matt, and we both lost the audio from it. So that is just oh, in the yeah. ether. Where that was one of the moments where we solidified it our best friendship <laughs> and uh but that same weekend he was supposed to do one with me one with adam bash and one with you and i was just like are we all doing it together or i don't understand and then both you and matt were like that is stupid why would we ever do it all together and i was like well, well all right then oh i don't remember that at all no i mean it wasn't really that angry uh-huh. it was just kind of like no <laughs> but in my mind i was just like okay okay yeah. <laughs> that's funny uh, yeah, so if I haven't asked, then I've, I've, I've skipped out on it. I apologize sincerely. You know, Matt and I are very good friends. I love Matt to death. Can't get enough of him. I think he's great. Uh, him and I, um, a little earlier on in Geekly Inc., <laughs> sometimes be friends of me, sometimes friends. Now we're just friends. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really funny if Matt and I, for show, play, played up the friend of me thing <laughs> to make people uncomfortable, like in a Geekly Con setting. Yeah. Just go super passive aggressive. <laughs> 
Are you guys in the same ha- house for a GeeklyCon? I'm not sure. I'm in Puddlefoot. Um, so I probably should know Puddlefoot people. I can't remember. Well, I don't know if you're throwing shade or not right now. So I guess you're... Uh, I really am being very sincere. I was trying to set you up. God, come on. Oh. I was trying to set you up that you were throwing mad shade right now. You you know me. trying to teach you how to be a villain. SJB in the place to be. <laughs> I don't know about that, but all right. Now let's do goofs, and I'd love to do your show. Yeah. I'd love to do your show again, too. It was a really fun He's time. He's one of the people who go on our show, meaning this show. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay, hey, Podcat Podcast. Do you have any really cool socks? <gasps> yes! <laughs> one of my great loves in life is socks. Uh-huh. I love to collect them. When I see a cute pair, it does not matter where we are, what I am on a mission to do, I buy them. At GeeklyCon, at the last... Oh, I feel all of that vodka. <laughs> There's not very much. Hit my, but I'm feeling it. <laughs> when we were at GeeklyCon, I was just trying to like go and get something really quick from the store, and I was like, ooh, mermaid socks. <laughs> Purchase. Yeah, you do like mermaid socks. I love, well, I love any socks. You know, I get socks all the time. Mm-hmm. So we were at a Christmas party recently, and one of the things that we did at this Christmas party was a sock exchange. We got socks, you filled it up with goodies, mostly candy, sometimes some other things, and then you get, get an alligator clip and clip them shut. And then we did this left-right story where every time it's left, you pass it to the left, every time it's right, you pass it to the right. So you end up with someone else's socks and their gift, kind of a white elephant exchange. Uh, I got these, like extremely fluffy pink vibrantly pink jaguar print socks and a whole bunch of people in this group were proactively like oh sam i'm sorry you got such girly socks do you want to trade and i was like no (laughs) (laughs) i get the socks i wanted out of this exchange these socks are fabulous and you put them on that day. Put them on that day at work under my, my work I think I was wearing a suit that day. Mm-hmm. So I was wearing a suit, like a nice suit. Uh, and then um, I always, when I wear a suit, I always wear Wendy Davis style uh, active tennis shoes. And then <laughs> with those active tennis shoes, just bright pink fluffy Jaguar print socks. And I still love those socks. So, yeah, I think <laughs> we have some pretty cool socks. I love cool socks, and I can't wait for the day when that's all my children get me for Christmas. <laughs> She's like, oh, Mom likes socks. I'll get her some socks. What other things does she like? Polar bears? Okay, we'll get her polar bear socks. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you thought, I, I got an otter uh, stuffed animal for one of my sisters for Christmas? Oh, Christmas yeah. Gifts. And when we opened it, it was a lot smaller than either of us anticipated. And you were like, Sam, what's this? Yeah. And we were really worried, and we gave it to her, and she, how insanely over the moon she was yeah. with it. It was I like the it. gift of the night for her. Mm-hmm. Could not believe it. I would have been so disappointed as a child. And <laughs> <laughs> Mizzle says, hey, podcast, podcast, I love you guys. Um, mm-hmm. Not really a question. <laughs> well, actually, I had, this is in response to, oops. <laughs> well, the way that I phrased it was different this time it was two cats of podcast or in a studio a podcast quorum ask us your questions tell us your thoughts bring out your dead i was just kidding mizzle with that 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 shade i I threw over there we love you too i did not mean to put anyone on blast and i think that you're fabulous and can't wait you got a friend in me (laughs) this is like highly illogical where i'm just gonna talk 
at length, and you're, it's going to be scored with music. You got a friend in me. <laughs> so the thing about Star Trek: The Next when Generation. Ahead, that was a preview of highly illogical, everyone. Where <laughs> the show? Check it out. Just remember what your old pal said for you. Got a friend in me, That's what it was all for. Good job. I love your goof commitment. <laughs> One of the things I love about you. <laughs> Eli says, Hey, podcast, podcast, milkshake or malt? Oh. oh. I totally hear the difference. Oh, you're lactose intolerant. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll answer this Please one. Please do. One, two, three. Frosty. Anyone. Oh. <laughs> I love all ice cream. That's true, yeah. Ice cream is delicious. We skinny cows. I had an ice cream already today. Oh, you have. I'm trying to not be fat. So many points. You're, you're drinking vodka right now, so I think you're good. It's, I'm not telling you know what to do or how so to eat. It's just so tasty. Ice cream is the best. I love all ice cream, and I specifically do enjoy um, malts, actually. I know it's kind of an old person thing to enjoy, mm. but I like malts, and I like hard butterscotch candies. <laughs> I like them both, and I think they have a place and, at the dessert table. And what you want for Christmas is socks? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. I'm all getting right. real old. <laughs> I've been like this since I was 10. <laughs> I just wanted butterscotch candies. <laughs> Uh, uh, Mizzle says, hey, podcast podcast is at Kim Katz, sexier with or without stubble makeup. You have another term? I think that Kim Katz is sexy in any way that she is comfortable. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate her however she looks. Confidence if she chooses is... to wear a stubble or not, that's it. There was a recent winner of um, uh, European kind of contest shows, like sort of a Got Talent um, sort of a show and it was uh, uh, this person who wears uh, drag looks beautiful in it and had a beard like with it as a part of the aesthetic mm-hmm. but the um, everything except for the beard was uh, um, very very effeminate. very feminine but it looked really um, great altogether and I appreciated how bold and different and just him or her self it was i thought it was it was really um fabulous and i loved it a lot so kim Katz, i haven't seen you have stubble makeup but i just know that i would love it because i've never found a kim Katz i haven't liked mm, it's true i've been like the salty version mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh hey podcast podcasts what's your biggest professional f up Ooh. Yeah. okay ready one two three Pass. I'm perfect. <laughs> You're perfect. Okay. Biggest professional F up. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I've got mine. Yeah. Okay. Um, I used to work for my family, and um, every year they have to buy the newest version of this software, okay? Uh-huh. And I was put in charge, kind of just, you know at random or whatever they were like hey you're taking over and you're doing all this you know stuff that you've never done before there is no training you should know how to do it okay i did not know that there was a deadline to order the software and get it at a 
very reduced cost. I'm talking like $200 versus thousands of dollars. And I just didn't know. I didn't order it. And so the day after the deadline, I got a call from my grandmother who says, oh, and you remembered to order the software, right? And I was like, no. She's like, what? This guy costs us thousands of dollars now. And we did legitimately have to pay thousands of dollars that year for the software. And it was real bad. Mm. And so I felt really bad. And that was it. That was my, that's, I think that's my biggest professional F up. I think my professional, biggest professional F up is losing time in parts of my health that I'll never get back. Uh, allowing myself to kind of be in an exploitative situation. Where the person was just like, here's the pay scale. You've been working really hard for it to be as it is. It's going to be like it is. Like it, it has been promised to you. And I know there are problems, but you're going to do the job of the, the higher pay scale. You're going to do that starting immediately. And you're going to do it all the time. And all the time, I mean, seven days a week all the time. And you're going to do that because that's what we really ask of you. And remember, you ideologically believe in this job. And if you weren't doing this job, that wouldn't be the right thing to do. Now, would it? So you're going to do this, you're going to do that, and you're going to get the pay. And we know that you need the pay to survive, but you're going to be backdated the promotion pay. And everyone is being asked to sacrifice. So maybe there's OSHA violations, or maybe there are people that are not being placed in safe situations of training because this work that we're doing is so important. And I'm sure that a more sober or experienced listener can see a lot of red flags in that situation. There's a lot of how much of that is incredibly dehumanizing and exploitative situation but i really believed in the work uh and i should have believed in that work and been the best possible me it could be and certainly not being in that situation and having the courage to stand up for myself outside of that situation would have been better but i will probably always have swelling in in my shoulder forever i constantly do it because we have all the time mm-hmm. i can't get full night's sleep because of it i have headaches uh, I, I didn't want to record a second podcast because I've been in a lot of pain tonight, and that's because I um, let myself fall into an extremely exploitative and inhumane situation that a lot of people were in, and that I want to work hard to be able to advocate against, because workers in America need better voice. And may I just point out that earlier tonight that you had told me that when you had a strong opinion about something, that you would voice that opinion. Mm-hmm. And I asked you if you wanted to do a second podcast, and you said, yeah. I was on, I mean, when we were like, I mean, like I six minutes you. into this podcast, I when I was like, you. is this the podcast? Maybe we end it here? Because <laughs> it was like, oh, everything hurts. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> At podcast, podcast, do you guys ski? This oh, is also for Mizzle. Do I ever. Mm, from what I, from what I've heard, he's a gazelle on skis or I, something. I or whatever. am. I, I am. A graceful thing. I am a leaf on the wind. Okay. Sam is a good skier. How are you at snowboarding? I'm fine. You're fine? Okay. I'm fine. I have neither skied nor snowboarded. Mm-hmm. I've only ever sledded, and I think I'm good at it, and I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, sure. If you enjoy it, I can't see how you can't be good at it. That's right. Um, I, well, so, I don't know. <laughs> it's a funny experience. You know as good sledding is, uh, is our son? Yes. Noah is very good at fabulous at sledding. Yeah, Noah. I think I think that Noah will be an excellent snowboarder. Yeah, considering he snowboards and sleds down steep hills, he'll stand up on the sled and be able to go full speed, totally standing fearlessly down any hill. 
yeah. like it's a snowboard, which is kind of crazy. Um, so funny story about skiing. I love to ski. I was always skiing on a budget. I'm trying to find this dollar or that. And it's a very expensive hobby to have for a lot of reasons. Um, so my skis were never new skis. And they were never gently used skis. I would buy uh, the thrift store that's all throughout Utah is a place called DI, Deseret Industries. I think it's run by the Mormon church. It absolutely is. It was a shock to me. Yeah. <laughs> go on. So at the DI, you can buy skis, but they are old ass skis for a dollar. All my skis are DI skis. <laughs> the entirety of my time skiing. So we have these skis and they're old and I love them and they're great. But the bindings are original to the skis. And I'm not the second or third person to have these skis. I'm the fourth on plus. So when you hit your right foot down really hard or kind of with any force, the binding would sometimes come undone to where the ski will go independently of you down the hill. Why couldn't you just duct tape them on? Well, I mean, you got to be able to get out in an emergency. I, I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable securing it permanently i felt like there might be a situation where i need to get out of them so i'm going down hills and i'm going aggressive hills i'm a i'm a skier who goes up every season and who does dozens of tons of time so i'm always going through gated communities i'm always going up the tram to the back sides of the mountain to untreated snow to places where no one's around me or can hear me to double black diamond minimum (laughs) places is this true this is true What's a double black diamond? Double black diamond is the highest in the rating system. There you go. So there's green that's kind of for everyone. Blue is for if you know how to get down a hill. Fine. Black diamond is a challenge. That's saying do not go on this hill unless you can take care of yourself. Double black diamond is like some sort of extreme terrain or serious hazards can't exist in certain conditions. You need to really, really, really be an expert or be with an expert. And And then you would go up and gated. What gated means is. We don't know. Consider it a minimum of a double black diamond. Is what a gate? A gate means you're going to the wilderness. Because there'll be a gate, and that'll be the end of the ra- You'll know beyond that there's no more ski resort, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'd be through gates. So I was going through a gate. That means I'm off the side of the mountain. No one can hear me if I scream. Uh, I'm alone. And I go in here, and we're at the very top of this hill. Um, all of a sudden, I've seen a double black diamond. There have been a sign for a long time in the wilderness. I go down the hill. Big old kind of mogul. Uh, and come down really hard. My right ski flies down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. So what do you do in that situation? What would you do in that situation? I would cry. Yeah. So what you have to do is you have to get your other ski down to that thing because you're more capable of going down without skis than with both skis. So I undo the binding bike because you can. there's a release that's kind of on the heel. So I kick my heel of my left foot so my left binding disengages, and I... Uh, kind of push it with my foot down to be the first one and then it's full tumble down a mogled area which means mogul means uneven and kind of and can be nicey but it means like there's basically a lot of very small mounds and hills that you'll have to navigate if you're skiing so i'm going <laughs> head over ass over <laughs> moles down this to try to get back to my ski get to my skis and I was able to expertly throw my one ski to the other ski because I had been in situations that my bindings really fuck me in the ass a lot because they were cheap <laughs> bindings and I get there but everything that was on my person my gloves my goggles everything is a strewn all over the mountain and I have to hike up and one at a time recover them and then painfully fall back down to where my skis are 
Samuel. Is that the last time you skied? No. Oh, it would have been for me. That's not the last time I skied that day. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, podcast. It's been great talking yeah. to you today. I hope you have a great night. I'm going to ice my fucking neck. Uh, if you're in a bad situation with an employer, uh, please call a lawyer. Yeah. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Ski you later. <laughs> Press F on the ski freak and you'll be able to ski the little song. Hmm. Oh, it's a pro tip. <laughs>